Hello Gasheads and welcome to a reaction edition of Gascast. Max and I will be discussing the breaking news that the Colony Training Ground will be ready for next season with work started next week. This has been met with excitement and shock from the majority of fans and Ben Garner has said that this is a huge step forwards for the club. So Max, what are your initial thoughts on this news? Yeah, a little bit shocked, to be honest. Um, I wasn't expecting it, uh, especially given the financial climate we're all in with the coronavirus and COVID-19. Um, lots of clubs like slashing their wage bill, um, not expected to spend money on players or anything like that. So to spend money on the infrastructure of the football club is a little bit of a surprise, given you know we would be expected, you know, we're in 20 million of debt and we'd probably be expected to be one of the clubs to be making cuts rather than further investments. So... Yeah, certainly a surprise, but, you know, welcome good news. I think we could all do with a bit of good news right now, both in football and out of football. And hopefully this will be um, sort of the kickstart we need to sort of really start growing the club. Um, what about you? What, what were you sort of thinking when that popped up on the timeline? Yeah, definitely shock. Um, and then after the initial excitement has kind of uh, quelled a little bit, the kind of cynical mindset has, has come in and yeah you mentioned about the financial situation obviously where we've got a mountain of debt really so what is the training ground going to look like I mean obviously we've got the site I mean we've sat on it for about three years haven't we um, so I, again like with most things with Rovers that the proof is, is going to be in the pudding but it's it's obviously exciting. It's, it's better than leasing off of Cribs, what we have been doing. So even if it is at a basic level, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been at Cribs, but I mean, it was incredibly basic. So it's, it's got to be an improvement. Um, and obviously, once it's in place, it's in place and, and, we, and we own it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be more positive than negative. But like we say, it's, it's the, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's good to have a little bit of healthy scepticism. Um, I, I certainly wasn't getting too excited when I sort of read the plans and read that it was going to be um, to start with just a couple of pitches, a gym, medical area and training facilities and a few offices and things. That's just sort of the standard you would expect from a professional club, even in non-league. Uh, some professional clubs in non-league have those facilities. Yeah, but, but I suppose yeah. we we haven't been at that standard at all so it's, it's obviously still a, yeah it's a, st it's a step up yeah, yeah. And, and and to own that land and own that training ground as well as opposed to rent it is is a step forward it just yeah, makes I think, think I think that's the important I, bit for me that the ownership the ownership the only owning of the training ground yeah mm. um yeah it is big because it sort of makes you realize just how far behind the times we have been for many decades that we literally rent some some grass with some goals on and a little changing room um and you know on our adam virgo episode we talked about how um adam was telling us how he had to travel all the way to the david lloyd center to um get physio and just so far away from the the club and in a separate gym with physios that weren't working for the club and giving him the wrong advice and i know th things have improved since then but to have everything under one roof um in a, in a training ground that we own is is, is going to be massively it can't really be understated how important that is um mm -hmm. and, and further forward into the future if they can expand on that then then more power to it that would just be terrific yeah yeah 
Yeah, so seeing as the training ground has been left largely untouched the past three years, why do you reckon we're doing it now? Uh, no clue, no clue. Uh, you know, it seems like the worst time to do it because of the financial situation, but obviously something's happened. Um, I don't know what uh, what's happened, could, but... Because was, still, was crib still up in the air? Had, had we reached, like, negotiations with them because it's it was kind of like an ongoing thing wasn't it with cribs that we would lease in season after season Uh, i don't think i don't think cribs wanted us out i just didn't think i think our lease was up and when it came to renewing it maybe we figured long term it would be more beneficial to to go it on our own um maybe we tried to cut it down cheaper i don't know and there was negotiations back and forth i I couldn't tell you not in a position Mm. to know that um, but it definitely seems like maybe we wanted to move away from there rather than we were forced to 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 build our own training ground. Because if we, if we were forced out, we would just rent somewhere else, wouldn't we? We wouldn't just build our own entire facilities from scratch because that's massively expensive compared to renting. So I, I would think that maybe this is something we've been planning. Um, maybe we didn't know if it was going to be for this season or the season after this. Um, and maybe that's where the delays come in. Uh, maybe now we think, okay, we have got the finances in place to to do this now and it, we may as well do it now rather than in a year. Yes, we can get it ready for the new season. Let's just cancel. Let's just not renew it, Cribs, and go with this instead rather than wait another year. Yeah, and I suppose it begs the question where the investment is coming from because, I mean, as we've spoken about a lot on this podcast, we are in a terrible state financially. So is this going to just add more debt and gets in an even worse position or or, or the Alcardi's going to be putting their hands in their pocket and then they're like no this this is on us we're gonna fund it with some extra cash what, what do you reckon on that yeah I mean reading the statement it seems like it's coming from the Alcardi family it doesn't seem like we're borrowing the money for it it seems like um, the owners are spending on the infrastructure from their own pocket um, which is terrific if true and and you know we can we can sort of have to give credit where it's due to to while and and the, and the other alcardi family shareholders that um they want to actually grow the club which has been a big talking point for many years they've sort of sat on their hands ever since the takeover and just cleared the debt but not actually spent any money on on building anything significant in the way of infrastructure which is obviously what rubbed daryl clark up the wrong way towards the end of his tenure mm. um yeah, but I wonder how Daryl Clark's feeling. With <laughs> yeah, I, I expect he's thrown his phone across the room. But um, yeah, we did leave two years ago now. So, but I mean, I mean, we have been highly critical of the way the Alcardis have, have seemingly talked a good game, but there there hasn't been much action with it. So I think the the fact that again, we're gonna have to wait to see what materializes with the training ground because. As we know, with Rovers over the years, anything can still happen. Mm. You know, they kind of announce this and they're saying it's going to be ready next week. But I wouldn't be surprised if there are a few snags along yeah, the nothing's way. Ever, nothing's ever straightforward with Rovers. And like I said earlier, it's just almost natural for us to be sceptical at this point because we've had false dawn after false dawn. Um, always approach this stuff with, a, with an air of caution and not just get caught up in the in the sensationalism of, well, we're going to go to the Premier League now we've got this, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, the reaction on um, on our Twitter account, uh, 
there's a, a bit of cynicism knocking about. I mean, Rob James on, on Twitter, he says, cynical old me, we'll wait to see what happens before uncorking the bubbly. And I, I suppose that is a mindset that a lot of gas heads have because we have been let down decades after decades, haven't we, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's just where it stems from. But it does look promising. I mean, the plans, they said that the diggers are going in. So as soon as the diggers are in, you sort of have a little bit of faith that, you know, something's being built. Um, you can actually see it and then, you know, it comes into fruition. Um, for me, it's not so much right the phase one. Um, the phase one is obviously important. We're actually building our own training ground, but I think it's going to be pretty standard um, lower league facilities that you would expect a club of our size to have had for 10 15 years already um, great we're doing it but I personally won't be really really excited until we sort of go on with the other phase they mentioned in in the in the announcement you know the sort of integration with the youth team having them mm -hmm. under the same roof um, having all the latest technology and, and you know sort of being able to merge the academy and the first team together and and develop young talent when when we get to that stage then i'll be really really excited about what what we're building um obviously it's great we're laying the found foundations now and i'm not saying oh this isn't something to be excited about but um I, I i would i would just be sort of i'd be i'd be happy with doing it but i think i wouldn't be really really excited until we move on with that second phase and you know yeah. given that it's taken three years to just start building this first stage um i'm just a little bit cautious as to when that second stage will start mm. what about I mean, you yeah i mean I'm, I'm no construction expert i'm no nick higgs but <laughs> it's only a few months until the start of next season so i'm just trying to think what that is gonna look like and like is that kind of being a bit skeptical and slightly pessimistic or, or realistic perhaps is that what things do go wrong with the kind of building of it in that time frame? Because right, with a lot of kind of building projects, there's unforeseeable stuff which kind of knocks it back a bit. So, I mean, where are we going to be at if if there are any snags? Oh, well, I guess, you know, as long as we have the, the pictures up first and foremost, that's... You know, if the, if the building's a little bit behind, that's okay, I guess. I guess you you do need a changing rooms, but yeah, I mean, if, if, if it gets really bad, just, in. Yeah, Santa's just get, grotto, <laughs> just just get changed in your car. You know, the old bring your boots when you turn up to yeah. train. You're taking off your, your trousers and putting your shorts and socks on in the car, in the front of your car. I guess. We yeah, could do that I mean, it, it, it really might be bad. humbling for some of the players. I mean, obviously, <laughs> with like Carl Bennett on like nearly four grand a week, I think him getting changed in his car might. <laughs> he humble him a little bit who knows yeah he's probably got enough room in his car to be honest um yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think i'll get to that you know th this is this is a time where a lot of construction work has been paused because of covid um we've hired contractors so they've they've obviously done the time scale and they've done their due diligence i would hope and if they say two three months then i believe them i, I would i would assume they're going to prioritize the stuff that are essentials first such as the changing rooms and the pitches and then after that, they'll do like the gym and things like that, which can mm. doesn't have to be ready for the start of the season. Um, I mean, how yeah. much is this an opportunity now? Ben Norman on, on Twitter reckons it's a fantastic opportunity for the club to now invest in the future of the playing squad. So do you feel like we've got to match things like on the field as well now and are in intent with that and, and the signings 
we make and, and could it even in, improve the signings we do make that a player looks to see that we are building a new training ground and thinks, okay, we got a young kind of forward thinking progressive manager who hasn't who hasn't got off to a really poor start, but this this could be a great club to be involved with. Yeah, definitely. But I I, I don't think we're gonna like massively invest hundreds of thousand pounds on on fees for players and bringing in top talent just because we've got a new training ground. I think the emphasis is going to be heavily on player development. Um, and I think we'll, we'll buy shrewdly and we'll, we'll pick up players as we have in the past window with the likes of Kean Harris and Josh Barrett. Um, p- players who maybe c- could perform higher in, in a year or two and develop and sell on. And I think that's the model we want to go with. Um, not just externally, but internally as well through our youth academy. Um, I, I think we'll carry on with what we're doing. We'll keep signing players under under the age of 23, keep developing them. Um, and then in two, three years' time, hopefully we have a really, really strong League One side with a couple of star players who can have a lot of sell-on potential. I think that has to be the model for us, um, as it has been for the likes of Peterborough and Brentford over the years. Clubs who haven't had the best facilities, but use that player development to sort of turn a profit, if you like. And I think that's definitely the model most clubs will be aspiring to be and it definitely looks like we want to do that too yeah and I think obviously with this coronavirus situation there there could be a lot of clubs releasing a lot of players and potentially a lot of promising players so there could yeah. even be an opportunity in that and and for us to maybe shift some of the deadwood because I think the way Ghana wants to to play and and the kind of the vision is, yeah, like like you say, the the young sort of exciting talent. So potentially that could be yeah. helpful. Where do you think this sort of links in with the stadium then? Because a lot of people have been tweeting today, pointing to the fact that we weren't. We said frequently in the public that we weren't moving on and building on the colony until we had a concrete answer on where what we we would be doing with the fruit market stadium and where we'd be playing in, in the next 10, 20 years. Um, and they were sort of waiting on that before they decided whether to move ahead with the colony. And now that they have, that sort of raises the question of, does this mean that we know what's happening with the fruit market stadium? Is it going ahead or is it a case of it's fallen through and we just want to press on with this because we need to anyway? I think it's a positive sign um, whether that means the stadium has progressed and we've kind of got more concrete answers on that. I'm, I'm unsure. I, I wouldn't want to link the two too closely, even though, like you say, they, they have said that in the past that need to get the training ground when we got the stadium sorted. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's just maybe a, a case that I don't know, we, we've just managed to get the plan sorted for the, training ground and managed to well Wiles maybe managed to persuade his uh, his family to dig deep a little bit because this is what we need we just need to start laying the foundations even if we haven't got the, the stadium news there because I mean having a training ground of our own and without progressing on the stadium is obviously a lot better than not having a training ground of our own and also not having a stadium. So I wouldn't read too much into that. I think all I would say is it's um, it's a positive start. 
Um, but yeah, I think we'll we'll have to wait and and see with that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. It's, it it could be one or the other, couldn't it? Really, it could have fallen through. It could be going ahead. You can see the sort of side for both both of it because they've said that it's dependent on what happens with the stadium. Either way, they're building it, so it could mean that the stadium's fallen through. It could mean it's going ahead. We just don't know. It's um, it's it's a question that needs answering, but I'm sure we'll get answers in the next year or so. Yes, I think it's going to be a case of um, wait and see now. It's exciting news. Let's see what comes of it. Let's see what it looks like. But yeah, let's wrap it up there, Max. I mean, we're both in our lunch breaks. We wanted to get the reaction out to you (laughs) as soon as. So let's finish our sandwiches, slow for coffee, and um, yeah, back to work we go. But before we finish, I just want to point everyone in the direction of our latest interview. Uh, which is with Nathan, the Duke Ellington, and is available as an early listen to our patrons. So if you want to hear that interview before anyone else, please visit patreon.com forward slash gascast. And for the price of a pint a month, you can help support our work and get exclusive membership perks of early episode releases and access to our new series, Gascast Extra Time. So that's patreon.com forward slash gascast. So, thanks for listening, Gasheads. Unlucky to shit and up the gas. The gas. (laughs) 